to find out. But last week it cut off. We kept talking and we didn't notice when it stopped. And we posted it like that. We just we gave zero fucks last week. <laughs> now? We're going to give zero fucks because this thing's going to be up in a few hours again. Oh, <laughs> Procrastination. At Procrastination its at its finest. So here we are. Inhaling Vaparub. <laughs> you have to tell people what we're doing. Well, they're going to hear your voice and they're going to be like, man, what's wrong with her? Okay. I have allergies. Okay. And my nose is stuffy and I have to inhale vaporro. and the funny thing is she's only allergic when she's here at the house ha, I'm allergic to being in my house thank you yet I love being here <laughs> maybe you're here too much in this way the house is rejecting you now ah, that's a metaphor <laughs> in life then you get into attached to someone or something and then it just and doesn't want to be with you anymore it just pushes you away so you can't become allergic and then it just it's trying to kill me swells now. up your face hey, hey <laughs> you need to give details all right? see you're lucky it's not a camera video <laughs> podcast you need to say that it's not nice we'll post a picture no no <laughs> you're, so you're so fucking mean why do I talk to you anyway well, half of this podcast was your idea. Okay. Okay. So. So. What are we talking about today? We're talking about life. As we do somehow every week. But this week, I don't know. I don't know. Where do we leave off? Oh, we, we, we were talking about the Vegas trip last time, no? Yeah. Yeah. Coming back was not fun. So that's what you want to talk about? Well, how so was, you know what? How was your week after after the Vegas trip? The first week I felt fine. This, the, this past week? Yeah. Okay, was, two, two weeks felt, later? Yeah. I felt like it was worse than the week that we actually got back. I think the, In what sense? In, I think, I don't know. I felt because we got back so late that Tuesday and got back into the flow of things right away. Well, I did. Someone didn't have to work on that Tuesday. No, I still posted their own video. Yeah. And we still, still trained. We still had to, yeah, we still went to the gym. We still had the YouTube thing. I still had to teach the classes and stuff. Um, I feel like that kind of pushed everything to, it, like my brain just triggered right back into, all right, you're back in Chicago, you're back at work mm-hmm. and just move on. And then I, body felt a little sluggish. We did, consume a lot of alcohol on that trip so i think that first week was just a detox yeah and then the week after is where i kind of felt almost the fatigue kicking in almost because everyone told us oh and back to reality now mm-hmm. you know i felt like the second week was more of a heavy for you back to reality yeah and by the end of the week i was my feet were really sore i think i even told you before we trained on friday that my feet were really sore well do you want to explain why your feet were really sore what did you do, that challenge that you did at night, that you wanted to oh. big, have this big old eagle to yourself and decided to do the 111 kicks? Yeah, so I... What yeah, happened again? I said I could do the 111 kicks that we had to do, we have to do for the black belt test. Why is that? 
because we had a blue belt test uh-huh. and we were talking about the kicks and I had said that I can still do the 111 kicks because I was doing them at least once every year and this <laughs> after all the classes and after we sat and shot the shit for a while so I was cold I didn't stretch I wasn't warmed up or anything and <laughs> yeah. I was like I can do it and then I didn't do it I made it to 83 on one leg and then 85 on the other leg and then and then the next day my, my feet were killing me <laughs> which is a plus because it's usually my knees that hurt so that was just your that was just the feet. bottom of my feet you know so by, by the time we were done with I, I rolled my feet out, and then we did the footwork drills that we always do on Fridays. Um, and we grappled, right? We didn't spar because we didn't have a cage. Yeah, and, we just grappled. Yeah, so that's not a lot of strain on, on the feet. Body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by, yeah, by Friday, my my feet were, were aching. My back was a little stiff. You know, so I felt that that second week coming back from Vegas was... Was, was rough for Was you. heavier, yeah. Yeah. Well, I came into freaking class on Tuesday, and that was hard because in Carla's strength and conditioning, she made us do this, made us do the sprawls and all that stuff, right? I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, why, why now? It's <laughs> <laughs> just so freaking sore. So you felt that first week was rougher yeah, than the second week? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why my body felt so tired after that. After the first week? After the the second week, the first yeah. week I felt fine. I don't remember if we did anything what this Saturday, the weekend, that first week. I don't think we did anything. No. Maybe we didn't do anything this weekend. We just straight stayed at the house. Right. <laughs> you just, your recovery period is weird. Yeah. It's like a delayed reaction of the of coming back. I don't know, it was weird. You said you but, wanted to talk about self-reflection. And what what was... Like, what's been going on right now that, with the fight, yeah. as a coach, business-wise? Yeah, I mean, there's just been so much going on in and out of the gym. Um, mm-hmm. This year, I felt like coming out of 2020s, like, 2021 started, and we were off to the races with a bunch of stuff. We started with, you know, we had belt tests. You, your, your black belt test was this year, no? Yeah, or that was in year. April. February, no? It was February. What? I forgot. Yeah, that was February. Damn, just damn. It's been, what, four months? Yeah, so that was, you started the year off with the black belt test, and then your fight. Right. And then we had uh, the 10 people in the grappling tournament, you oh, know, and then yeah. all the, the CPS classes that we did during the spring, mm-hmm. and just everybody coming back to somewhat of normal from all of everything that's been going on. So Jim's been real busy looking for hopefully looking for a new place to move to with the gym and stuff. So there's just been so much going on. And then we're, you know, back into the swing of things with fights. We got Chewy fighting in less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, it's just been a lot of stuff going on and just a lot of self-reflection, figuring out what I need to do to make sure that I don't burn myself out because I've noticed that mm-hmm. um, even right before... Going to Vegas, I felt like I, 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 I'm in tune with myself to know when I'm on the verge of burning out, and it's not always a physical burnout, but sometimes it's a mental burnout, sometimes it's an emotional burnout, and it's just I, I, I get a sense of there's a burnout coming. I just don't know what type of burnout it is until I get there, which is something that I'm trying to figure out 
myself without burning myself out in the process of trying to, you know, wrap my head about around how to figure this out. Do you, can you differentiate whether a burnout is physical or mental? Only when I, once I'm there. Oh, shoot. So you <laughs> yeah, get I to know, the last verge yeah. of burnout until you actually Yeah, realize? I know a burnout is coming. I just don't know what type of burnout it is until I get there. Oh, well, that's a tough one to recall. You know, because when it comes to the training, and, you know, we did an outdoor workout today and it was just, I felt good. I, I felt real good um, physically, you know, and it, we talked about how being outside is so different than being on the mats. I'm yeah. so used to working, hitting pads without shoes on, so wearing shoes was different. And then it was, you know, slipped a few times and it's just like, your ankle's gonna break. like a quick prayer that my ankle doesn't snap. You know, but physically I felt good and I, I felt, I didn't feel too gassed out. We weren't moving as much because we were outside, but I, I felt physically good. I've been feeling physically good with my lifts again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and now we're, we scheduled in that sauna, that sauna and, and self-care day. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just the the year that, that that was closed at UIC is just my body really felt it, you know, and I'm going to the chiropractor twice a week now. You know, to get plus. adjusted and so I got, something that you didn't believe in yeah you didn't want to go to the chiropractor you didn't want to do all these things yeah. you're like well I can go hard every day <laughs> and no well I can but then it's going to take like once I hit that burnout stage yeah. you know that's when I got to take time off again and you know running the gym and being the one that runs the classes it's not as simple to take time off as yeah as it would need to be you know so adding those like self-care days into my schedule i think i've helped prevent physical burnouts mm -hmm. you know but the mental burnouts because running the business running the fight team and all and running the classes and coming up with the curriculums and stuff and making sure that the curriculums flow and yeah. that the students are getting what they need and stuff you know that that takes a toll on on me mentally and emotionally and stuff you know what's so. the biggest toll that it takes like it takes um how do you say it, from you in you the biggest toll that it takes on me yeah when it comes to like um the business side the, the business side for yeah. for me it's just making sure that we can stay open and operate you know so for me it's always been you know do i have enough money to pay the bills right. you know and then on top of that with everything with looking for a place to move you know we were looking for a place to to rent you know, originally we wanted to buy something and then it was like, oh, maybe it'll be cheaper if we rent something for now as where we continue to come out of the pandemic and grow a little bit more. But with everything, all the places that we've seen in the area is the same amount of money to rent than to buy certain places, you know, so it's yeah. going back and forth there and trying to spend the money where we need to spend the money and then save as much money as possible for potential move and stuff you know so it's the, that balancing act of okay what do we need to get versus what is going to help the gym grow what are we where are we going to invest and where are we going to save you know so that that it's just it's a lot you know yeah. on, on that part a lot to manage mm -hmm. and for example now that you Doing that, you still have your guidance. You still use your dad's guidance. Mm -hmm. You still have someone to talk to about that. Yeah, my dad's been running his own business since since ninety three, yeah. you know. And then him and I share uh, the same lawyer and accountant and stuff, okay, you know. So it. I've been, I work with people that have been in business for a long time, you know. And and I've gotten somewhat close with my accountant. We don't. It's not like I talk to him often, you know. But when I have a problem or when I have a question, like I send him a quick email, 
you know, and he sends me an email right back, you know, there's no, you know, hey, how's it going? Hope you're doing well. It's just, this is what's going on. And he tells me yes or no, or this is what you should do. And it's the same thing with my lawyer. And that's, that's what I love about them because it's so quick to the point. I, I sent my lawyer an email like two years ago about something and literally just his response was no. I was like, that's all I needed, you know? So it's like that, that quickness and, you know, they've been doing this for so long and stuff. So yeah. I have people to help me get through those hurdles. And, you know, my dad's always telling me to ride the wave, especially with the past 12 months that we've had, you know, obviously we had a lot of downs last year, but then we came back up and then, you know, it's, it's been, it's, it's always a roller coaster, you know? So it's learning to manage that and trying not to necessarily stress out about the low months because mm -hmm. you know there's going to be a high month after that wow and what about when it comes to like the coaching you know getting to know your students mm -hmm. getting, to, getting to know them as fighters and at the same time keeping up with your with your training and stuff that part like that's something that I did want to like to talk about like how you manage your life as a coach aside from yeah like aside from your students so the, life, the, how do you do that? the way that i separate everything in my head when i'm at the gym i have three hats i have the fighter i have the instructor and i have the coach mm -hmm. and at the beginning uh, when, when i started everything obviously i was focused on, on fighting because that's what i wanted to do the, the way that my fight career and it wasn't the way that it was supposed to end. Like, I wanted to keep fighting, you know, mm -hmm. but then instructing kind of fell in my lap, you know, because of everything. I think we've talked about it before. I was trying to gain weight, so they yeah. pulled me from the classes and had me teach some more, yeah. you know, and then I blinked and here we are, mm -hmm. <laughs> running the gym, yeah. you know, and, and it took me a while to learn the difference between instructing and coaching, you know, and the way, and we didn't even plan it the way that the classes are structured, but the 6 p.m. class that we have on Tuesdays and Thursdays kind of turned out to be the newer people. Mm -hmm. And then the 7.30 class, and it could be because we have the sparring right after the 7.30, that the 7.30 we have the more advanced students. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I consider myself more instructor in the 6 p.m. class? 6 p.m. and more coach on the 7.30. Mm -hmm. You know, so with the instruction part of things, like I, I really got to make sure that I, I break things down the techniques down and explain them as thoroughly as possible and just slow things down and then when i'm coaching it's not so much teaching but guiding and giving options to the fighters you know because i i've, I've always been firm with the idea that i'm not i don't want a gym full of people with my fighting style i want everybody to find their own fighting style mm -hmm. you know so with coaching it's more getting to know the fighters and the athletes by watching them mm -hmm. and using what they've already learned mm -hmm. and seeing how they're applying it. So I think instructing is teaching people what things are mm -hmm. and then coaching is kind of showing them how and when to use them. How and when you know, so I, I, I enjoy obviously everything. I still enjoy training. I still enjoy hitting pads. I just still enjoy sparring on occasion and stuff, you know, and working with the new people. I enjoy that because it's just, I view it as a challenge, you know, because it's people have been walking a certain way their entire lives. They put their mm -hmm. heel down on the floor first and then they roll up to their toes. Mm -hmm. And now we're teaching people to move around solely on their toes mm -hmm. without putting their heels down. 
you know so it's it's almost teaching people how to walk again it's teaching people another language it's teaching people different body mechanics mm -hmm. you know so for me that's a challenge and that's why i can teach the same class multiple times a day mm -hmm. but every class is different based on the students that are in there you know so it's just finding different ways to explain these things to the students so that they can understand it mm -hmm. and with the coaching side of things it's just making sure that manage stress and manage frustration because frustration is just going to make things worse and throw their technique out mm -hmm. you know and it's just keeping the athletes balanced so that they can get the most out of their training you know one thing that you said that this is more in relation to like the fighting style because you said you don't want to show students your fighting style mm -hmm. so how do you find your fighting style it finds you how did you find it you know i when i started watching ufc i, I was fascinated by the the knockout guys i enjoyed watching dan henderson quentin jackson um you know chuck liddell those are the guys that i kind of grew up wanting to be like and every time i'd see a big knockout i was like that's what i want to do You know, and then I would see guys like George St. Pierre that had a more technical, you know, <laughs> takedown and just transition into a submission, ground and pound. All that. I was like, that's boring. <laughs> you know, and that's the style that I kind of came to, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I first transitioned from wrestling into MMA, obviously wrestling was a big part of my fighting style. I had a very wide stance. I didn't know what I was doing with my hands. So I would go for takedowns. Inspiring, I would just go straight for a takedown. Mm. You know, because that's what I felt comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You know, but once I got there, someone put me on my back because in wrestling we only had to worry about getting pinned. Mm. I would panic. You know, oh. so the first step was kind of learning that I can fight off my back. It's okay to be put on my back mm -hmm. in MMA. You know, and then everything else is just... I, I believe your fighting style finds you. I believe you can train in any kind of fighting style and you can train your body to do anything, but there's always going to be something that's most comfortable for you. Grappling was most comfortable for me. I had always struggled in getting my striking up to par with my grappling. Mm. You know, and even the striking style that I've adapted was, is I'm a counter striker. Mm -hmm. You know, and well, no one really taught us, like I, the, the counter striking curriculums that we do at the gym. We didn't really do them until I started putting them in when I took over. I think my counter-striking style came from me not necessarily knowing what to do striking-wise. So mm -hmm. I was very defensive to not get hit. Mm -hmm. And if I did get hit, then I'd get upset because I had mm -hmm. a short temper back then. Got it. And that I would just start throwing back after someone hit me really hard. Because at that point, I didn't care if you were going to hit me. I, I'm going to hit you back. Uh, you know, and then... The lack of control of emotions. Yeah. 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 You know, so... And then from there, once I kind of had that, I was like, all right, it was looking at my strengths. This is what I'm good at. This is, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good defensive wrestler. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, my takedowns aren't great. I can take people down if I time them right. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think my, my strong suit in wrestling is my wrestling defense. I can mm -hmm. either stop your takedown. Mm -hmm and get to a better position from defending your takedown, mm -hmm. or I'll let you take me down, but I can get to a better position once we hit the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, so as far as grappling goes, that's where it was. And then I did realize that, okay, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. So now it was just coming up with strategies and almost the technique side of the counter-striking that I started exploring, and that's how my fighting style came to be. And then the aggression... I, the, the more aggressive style that I'm developing mm -hmm. 
I controlled aggression. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. controlled aggression. And I attribute it to three things. The, the way that I lift weights now, you know, mm-hmm. I'm 20 to 30 pounds heavier than when I was like in my full training mode. Mm-hmm. And then one of my, my training partners, the captain of the fight team when we were still victory, he was a counter striker as well. Mm-hmm. And whenever we sparred, we had we were the two technical guys in the class, mm-hmm. but we were really boring because mm-hmm. we were both waiting for each other to, to throw something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, I got to do something. You know, and then the last training camp that I had in 2017, when uh, Mark took over my, my training camp, yeah, he was the one that, simple things, you know, but when, when he says things, for some reason we listen better. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, punches and bunches. You can't land a punch that you don't throw. Yeah. So you got to let your hands go. And something that simple is like, all right. You know, and he'd get on me. He'd be, he'd be watching me spar. It's not, he wasn't your typical coach that stays on the outside. He's like right up in your face like <laughs> as you're sparring. He's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What you got there? Three punches. No, no less than three punches. And that's what he would tell me in between rounds. He's like, I don't want you to throw anything less than three punch combos. Mm-hmm. You can throw more than three punches, but nothing less than three. So I was like, shit. You know, so going through that training camp with him is what started getting that more aggressive style you know and then i just added that with the counter striking i mm-hmm. kept working my my timing with wrestling defense mm-hmm. you know and then every people have been struggling with finishing takedowns you know mm-hmm. so i've been working on my takedowns as well you know just, i've been doing this for 11 years but it's still by no nowhere am i near the type of fighter that i, I want to be but it goes in stages though yeah. because first you focus on the like the what's or like mm-hmm. how to do this yep. right eventually you move on to okay you know how to do it and now it's like how to put it together I mean that's when the, to do it do like it why do we do it, it. Yeah. and then and using your time, writing time and then at the end it all comes down to strategies mm-hmm. like what type of strategy is used for what scenario yeah when you said like you know when fighting with people that are counter-striker you kind of have to be a little bit more aggressive yeah if you I mean, you're a counter-striker already so you already know that the, the aggressive ones those are just your, your people yeah because you know what you're gonna do with them yeah you know so that that's been, it's been uh, as far as coaching goes that that's what i've been focused on you know yeah. it's been it's been a while you know i haven't trained with coach Cress in a while and we've been talking to him to, to start that back up again you know but the the past year has just been working on the things that I already know and the things that I already teach and just trying to find ways to make it better. Yeah. You know, Bruce Lee said it's not daily addition, it's daily subtraction, you know, so it's just trying to figure out what's working, what's not working to, to make sure that everyone's as good as they can be. Mm. You know, and that that's all the stuff that's in the gym, you know. So yeah, that takes it's just based on it. just observing your students. Mm-hmm. But most importantly is because you've done it, you lived with it and then even you said like on the techniques that we're working on in the month you try it yourself you try the camus yeah. out you try those techniques too so you can see if that works or not yeah you know and since you know since you've gotten the black belt i've kind of been working with you a little bit more and the week before test week for us we're we're in the cage you know when it's yeah. my training day and you hold pads for me we run through the combos the combos for the following curriculum you know, and I ask you how I felt. I ask you, you know, what do you think or, you know, what do you see or how do you think we can make this better and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm going based on what we did 
in previous years and just constantly tweaking things to make sure that things are as sharp as possible mm-hmm. you know because things that make sense mm-hmm. like yeah. today you know we worked the combos that we're going to work for the rest of this month you know we worked them i liked them i held pads for them so i can mm-hmm. kind of understand that side of things you know because mm-hmm. i put you through those combos we might still be making tweaks this yeah. week you know because we haven't put it put them through with the other students yeah you know so tomorrow that we're well depending on today's monday tomorrow tuesday the first day of the curriculum mm-hmm. um we'll kind of see where these combos lie you know because I, I never write my plans in pen i always keep them in pencil in case we got to erase and, and readjust you know and that's that's the way that i've just adapted my lifestyle you know and that's where the self-reflection has been coming in because it's just this is how i'm running my business but i'm not running my life the same way do you how do you put those two together i mean two separately are you able to do they, that? they are separate right and i'm at the point now is like should it not be separate you know so just reevaluating some of the stuff that's been going on in my life and it's like is this the way that I'm supposed to be doing things because that's not how I do things at the gym and what's what I'm doing at the gym seems to be working just fine right you know so now it's almost trying to find that balance mm-hmm. of my life and business you know when is one crossing to the other and they're starting to mix where they shouldn't and not mixing where they should like your personal life and your business life yeah what do you mean by that though I just feel, you know, because stress is going to be there. Stress is always part of life, you yeah. know, but the place I, I stress about the business. I stress about making sure that my athletes are the best that they can be. But the place that I feel the least amount of stress is when I'm teaching and coaching mm. and training. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm in it, I don't feel the stress. But when I'm outside of it, that's when the stress kicks in. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, you know. And I mean, you love it. You're passionate yeah. about it. You know, so it's just trying to carry that. That flow. That, that flow that mm-hmm. I feel at the gym. And carry it everywhere else. You know, and we've been talking a lot um, in private, you know, that I'm believe it or not a very shy person you know but once I feel comfortable that's when I'm out of my shell and, and a lot of people say that and a lot of for a lot of people that's true yeah you know but to a certain extent it's like for my self-reflection is trying to figure out who I am outside of being a coach and instructor mm-hmm. and a fighter yeah you know so it's like how, where is the separation where shouldn't there be separation and it's just a lot of self-reflection on that is like, all right, who am I outside of the gym? Yeah. Why is that person so stressed? Is it that I'm supposed to spend more time at the gym? Is it that I'm supposed to be doing gym stuff outside of the gym? Or is it that I'm just not in tune with the person that I am outside of the gym? Mm. So there's been a lot of self-reflection on that. And, you know, it's self-reflection is just I'm, I'm sitting in the car and... You know, I'm sitting in rush hour traffic from from the house to the gym. Mm -hmm. So I have time with myself to just think, you know, maybe if I start writing things down or or something, it'll be more effective and efficient self-reflection. But right now, I've just been spitballing stuff, you know, and talk to you, talk to Ralph, talk to Carla, talk to Lily about these things that 
I've been thinking and, and reflecting on and just like, all right, you guys see me. Mm-hmm. You guys can see me. Uh, I've asked you guys to pull me out of, you know, slumps. Like sometimes I need to be pulled out of the gym. Sometimes I need to be pushed towards the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a point last year when all the craziness was going on that my emotions just went to, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we were sitting here at the house and you and Carla pulled me out of that. You know, because I told you guys I don't even want to go back to the gym. They got that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but you guys rallied and you guys didn't even say much. You just sat there. And I was sitting mm-hmm. on the couch and I remember just feeling down. And then you guys just kind of formed a cocoon around me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, but you guys didn't say much. Mm-hmm. You asked me what I wanted. You asked me what I love to do. And Sometimes I think that's what it is. It comes... It's like we forget what the main reason why we started anything mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. And when there's so much chaos around, we let that chaos um, cover whatever it is that's, that's really going on. You know, it's yeah. like there's a lot of shit going on outside of it all the time. And that's the reason why people go to the gym because yeah. life is already chaotic. And the last thing that you want is that in your own home and so people go to the gym they forget about all those Mm -hmm. troubles and so when you when when that happened i was like i know he's got it in there he just needs to be reminded a little bit Mm -hmm. but he needs to figure that out himself yeah we can't make you want to go to the gym if you don't want to and we can't really pull that out of you if you if you don't see it you know it's like whenever you're ready to do it whenever you're ready to see why you're doing the things that you're doing and we've told you like you have a purpose in this world you have a gift mm-hmm. like the fact that you can speak to other people through martial arts you're a coach but at the same time a lot of people see you as a brother mm-hmm. look at um john john said like you're like his little brother yeah john has said that lily earlier told us that we're more than family to her. I mean, we're more than best friends to her. Mm-hmm. Ralph is always coming back, like, as much yeah. as this fucker. Like, he, you know, he disappears for some months. <laughs> he came back because he's yeah. like, yeah, you guys are family. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say that. Even even if we don't talk to them too, too like, every day, mm-hmm. we still keep up. Lamar is always, like, you know, mm-hmm. reaching out and stuff. Like, there's people that see us and that's what what got me through those those mm-hmm. rough months you know i was just doing that and, and a lot of students did reach out you know and yeah. when we were doing the virtual stuff and yeah. you know the virtual stuff turned into just therapy sessions because we were mm-hmm. running 10 hour days you know 40 minutes at a time with everybody individually you know yeah. we try to do some mma stuff but it's so hard to do this those things from home that it mm-hmm. kind of just turned into just hey how's it going how are you guys holding up and stuff yeah. you know and on those days where it's like, man, I'm really tired of doing this, with that. I don't like this, I'd get a text message from someone who's like, thank you for doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for doing this. It's, you know, I look forward to these 40 minutes on Zoom because it's it, it's 40 minutes that I get to forget about the craziness that's going on. Yeah. You know, so hearing those things got me through a lot of those rough points too. Mm-hmm. You know, so now that things are kind of settling, I mean, we're not out of the fire yet but it's getting better it's getting better you know so yeah. things are starting to settle down a little bit so now it's kind of just uh all right where am i <laughs> yeah where am true. i you know so 
it's just been a lot of self-reflection in my head and things that I don't know how to pick apart because I've never done it before you know my my cousin Anton and I you know I've talked about him I think in the past and we're going to have him on here eventually soon <laughs> yeah hopefully. you know but we, we talked about things because he he had a rough year last year too with stuff that was going on with him and you know he had doctors tell him that he, you don't express the moment and when he said that i was like and he's describing you know what they were telling him i was like yeah, i'm the same way you mm-hmm. know i i lost my grandfather when was that i think we we're running on two years ago that my grandfather died Mm -hmm. and you know obviously I was sad but he died on a Thursday morning and I was back at the gym Thursday night you know because I I didn't know what else to do I didn't want to sit around being sad because it's not going to bring him back you know I had to get back to balance you know and it was just it was that but to show emotion it wasn't coming out of me and I always thought that was strength, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then when Anton said that, you know, that that's a problem. I was like, Why? Why is that a problem? <laughs> if I'm not sad like everybody else, yeah. Right. But it, it's not just the not being sad. It's the not being able to express how you feel. And since him and I talked about that, it, it's been a lot of back and forth with that with me. You know, because I realized that that is true and I, and I can see where that can be a problem. I can see where I think it's strength when I don't show emotion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how, am I, how much of that is just me ignoring that emotion? I'm not necessarily controlling it because I think controlling your emotion is important. Mm-hmm. But hiding it can get you in trouble. It's, yeah, now you're... It's that fight or flight response. Yeah. You know, you're... It's a flight. It's a defense mechanism that you have. You just naturally ignore it. You just you're so used to stuffing those feelings inside exactly. of your heart that now it's like you don't even feel anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's equivalent to saying you've been punched in the head so much that getting punched doesn't fun. bother you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a problem because now you're not moving your head. You're not keeping your hands up. Right. You know, and all the damage. It might you might not see the damage up front, but down the line you're gonna really see right. and see what's going on, you know. So it, it's been a lot of just trying to figure that stuff out, mm-hmm. you know, without alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. But I'm glad you're able to admit that it's the first step to healing. It's the process. first step to healing, right? <laughs> you admit <laughs> that you don't gotta drink alcohol to talk to to talk about problems. So yeah. everyone that's listening, you guys are now officially my therapist. <laughs> that's good. This podcast is some sort of... And this podcast has turned into a therapy session. <laughs> I think it's it's alright if people want to <laughs> listen to your story. Uh, There's more to you than just, like you said, just a coach, just an instructor, just that, someone that they see at the gym. You know, you're more, you have more to that. And that's the biggest thing that I I want people to see and know because I think because they see me so many times at the gym and just at the gym and my entire Instagram posts are always gym stuff, you know, so, and I've had someone tell me like, you know, you're always here, you're always motivated, you're always inspired to be here in, 
and be better. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I just, I've been doing this for so long that I can go through the motions and not necessarily feel it. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing because I feel bad on those days. I feel like I've cheated my students on the days that I feel like I was on autopilot. Mm. and then I blinked my eyes and the class is over and we're getting ready to leave I was like man what did I do mm. you know I could have been better I could have gotten given a better class right you know mm. but the truth is just that I, I'm just not always motivated not I'm not always inspired to be there some days I don't feel like coming in but I do because I have responsibilities you know but to anyone that that feels like they're not always motivated so that they should quit or that they're not motivated so they're not good that's not true that's not true you know and you talked about it on, on your youtube and you put it on your instagram post too there's just one bad day doesn't equal a bad life yeah you know so one bad training session doesn't mean that you're not worthy of, of your goals you yeah. know so because like i said 11 years is a long time but not a long time at the same time you know but i'm gonna be 30 in a few weeks and i started when i was 19 I spent my Damn. entire 20s training MMA. Dang. You know. I thought about, because now that you say how you you do, you've done this for 10 years, and earlier when you mentioned that the, what the CPS schools were having a five-day mental health day yeah, for unexcused absences, mm -hmm. I was like, as a, as a business owner, coach, you don't have that. No. A lot of people take the fact that People like you're an entrepreneur. You're you run your own business. You do this full time. Mm -hmm. You don't have any days off. And that's like, the misconception that. a lot of people right? have because they hear you know people ask me what do you do. It's like I own a gym. It's like oh you're your own boss. So you can have all the days off you want. I was like no, I have no. zero days off. You know <laughs> right. because even even the first night we were in Vegas, like that first night was adjustment. I think for both of us, but yeah. I'm going to speak for myself on that one. Was getting in my head that you don't have to wake up tomorrow morning to go to the gym. You don't even have to buzz people in. All of that's been taken care of. You did everything you were supposed to do before you left. Enjoy your weekend. And it took me the entire Friday that we were there <laughs> to realize that. Yeah. You know, and by the time we got into the flow, flow of things, I think midpoint on Saturday is when I felt like, all right, I'm on vacation. I don't have to worry about anything. And that was the first time, I think, in since I started training that I was able to do that wow you know because every time I took like a little vacation my mind was always at the gym Dang. or the gym was closed you know because when we went to New York with my family and stuff yeah with everybody um, last year I think we closed the gym oh yes yeah you didn't really have to worry about that you know so now this one the, the gym is open, open. <laughs> right. and I'm not there you know so that that was a stress at the beginning of the trip but then it I was able to get my mind back to alright just enjoy yourself <laughs> I, I can understand because I was feeling that, like that too I'm not gonna lie I mean I thought I I was already used to waking up early because of school Yeah. so I was always thinking I have an assignment due mm -hmm. or I have to go to work the next day or I have something that needs to be done and I kind of feel guilty for a second. I was like, I should be doing something with my life. <laughs> but no, I should be enjoying so my now time. Now we're just here walking around <laughs> with fucking whiskey in our hands. <laughs> right, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> but this is my time. I mm -hmm. thought about that too. I was like, this is my time to enjoy myself. Yeah. So why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah. 
why the fuck am I not gonna enjoy the time that I earned? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. Know, so all that, that that was completely new to me, you know, and that's where a lot of people think that business owners can just do that whenever, mm. you know. But that's something that I'm learning to do to realize when I need to take time off and to actually take the time off and not stress while I'm taking the time off because otherwise, what's the point? Of taking time off, right? You know, still gonna think about the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, so do you mindfully have to tell yourself, "Hey, this is my time to relax." Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dang. Even last night, mm-hmm. I, I think you had already gone to sleep, but we were still watching a movie. I was checking my email. Damn. In the middle of the movie, and I didn't realize that I was checking my email until I already clicked the email button, and. I turned off the notifications for emails on my phone because of how overwhelmed I was getting with emails. Mm -hmm. So I just turned them off and I was like, I'm going to schedule times to check my email Mm -hmm. every day so it's not just bombarding me all the time. You know, because I could be in the middle of the lift, I get an email, it's like, oh shit, I need to take this. And now the flow of my lift is gone. And I don't, I never really thought about that, but you're right. It's like, you get so caught up in doing the things that you're used to doing and that interrupts your flow. You mm-hmm. get, that's distraction in other words. Yeah. Like, even though you you run your business, you get distracted by it because you have to, like, you run it. Yeah. It's like nobody else is going to do anything for you in your business mm-hmm. except you. Mm-hmm. So then it's kind of like you give no, you don't give yourself a break. Yeah. Because you know that you, it's, it's your responsibility. You're the only one that can run it, you know? And that's why mindfully I have to remind myself to take that time to breathe, take that time off, take that time to relax, take that time to do something for me. And that's why sometimes I need people to... Remind you. Slap me and remind me for me because I'm being so stubborn. Because I can tell myself, all right, you're approaching burnout, pull back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, 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 but I'm almost, I'm almost, (laughs) I just got to get to this, this day. Right. And then I'll be fine. You know, but you're, a burnout's not going to wait, you know. If you're going to burn out, you're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get to schedule your burnout. Your burnout just <laughs> that's up. funny. You don't get to schedule a burnout. You know, so that, that's what I, the, the people that are close to me, like you guys, all of you know exactly when I'm about to lose my mind. Yeah. Start getting annoyed. Yeah. And annoyed about everything. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So probably approaching a burnout. Probably, <laughs> right? You admit it. You get annoyed by a lot of people nowadays. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> It's, yeah. it's just that it's a lot of that you know so we'll see where where this self-reflection goes we'll check back in every week with that you yeah know? definitely but well I'm glad that you're noticing those things September is always a, a crazy month anyway we've got yeah. a bunch of birthdays we got Chewy's fight Chewy's fight can't wait we're approaching the big 3-0 my, my glory days are gonna be behind me pretty soon that's interesting that's good we got a lot of stuff coming out that we'll we'll keep everyone posted in and you can follow along daily I post almost every day on Instagram that's uh, stress in itself sometimes (laughs) (laughs) hey don't say that Um, but you know you got supporters the ones that are listening they're here for you yes you guys are awesome all nine of you. That was the last week. <laughs> I will. Those nine supporters, 
one well, here. Well, I, I don't know how. I don't know how. Anchorage is when I opened it, it said nine plays on the last one, but I don't know if that counts to Spotify people. I yeah, don't, we don't know that. I don't know how any of that works. So there might be more than nine of you, so thank you well, <laughs> if there's more than nine of you. There you go. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You act like it's that easy to talk about your emotions in your life. Yeah, well, I forgot other people were listening for a second. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's... No, it, it's something that I'm trying to trying to get better at. So the podcast was kind of a... Kind of a... A push to do it. So that's why we're doing it. If you guys are entertained, awesome. If it helps you, awesome. If not, awesome. you don't have to listen. <laughs> but right. I suck at outros, so that's going to be it for this week. Stay tuned for Stay next tuned. week's. What's next week's? Next week's already going to be the Chewy fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week will be... Uh, next, yeah, because we talked about that. We planned mm. that. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, the fight, how the training camp went, and kind of some stuff that myself as a coach goes through on that so stay tuned for that we got that and then my birthday is the following week so we're gonna Ooh, recap my 20s your no. birthday it's your birthday what, it's what, your birthday what? they can't see me dance <laughs> good thing this is probably a good thing you guys you can't see what see i that. just did you guys don't want to see that your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a lot of good stuff coming for you guys so i don't know how you guys stay track with these podcasts but keep we're here every Every Tuesday, we post these podcasts. Don't forget to share. Share it. Follow us on Instagram, Taz, MMA, underscore, fitness, Nene, underscore, MMA, underscore, CMM. Hey, good job. Her YouTube is Nene, just Nene, I think now, right? Yeah. Just Nene, and then patreon.com slash Nene, MMA. Support her on her Patreon. You can see all the pictures from the Vegas trip and stuff that happens in that crazy head of hers as well. <laughs> I think so. So we got all of that. Follow us. Thank you guys for your support. Um, on here, on my Instagram, on her Instagram, on her YouTube, and all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>